On today's episode of Rice, we'll be reviewing cult classic Mortal Kombat and, debati- and, and debating depictions of violence in Eastern versus Western media. What up, what up, worldwide Asians, and welcome to Rice, Asian comedy podcast, where each week we review a slice of Asian culture and dissect the questions it raises in Eastern versus Western ideologies. I'm your host, Vong Show, official spokesperson for gay, super cute Asians, and on our panel, we've got Leonard Chan. Ahoy, ahoy. And Veronica Antipolo. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so be, so uh, before we jump into our main topic in movie review, uh, what's what's uh, the biggest thing that's happened to you this week or the most memorable thing? Let's start with Veronica. The most, you know what? I haven't experienced February at all. I've just been sitting in front of this computer here. And so I couldn't even tell you. I think the biggest thing is I went out today for the first time in real life and I got myself a BLT. That's that's as exciting as it gets, folks. Right here, live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that hey, you know what? For somebody who has been uh, um, not able to go outside, uh, that is actually pretty exciting. And uh, how how about you, Leonard? What's the most memorable part of your week? Oh my god! Um, I'm just just work right now. Uh, yeah, this uh, on Tuesday aired uh, an episode of this hour's 22 minutes uh, TV show I'm writing on, and they use back to back bear poop jokes. So that's who I am now. I'm, like, I'm a comedian who talks about bear poop. Wow, you definitely got that uh, that niche covered. I don't think there's much competition for uh, for bear poop it. jokes. <laughs> but, uh, we and, we don't talk about it enough. Uh, cool um uh, my week hasn't i don't know i I was pretty sick for the past few weeks so uh i just started um i just started uh walking again both on my treadmill and outside i'm now the heaviest i've ever been in my whole life so after like at the start of the pandemic it actually lost a bit of weight and then i basically gained all of it back and more so hopefully um you know my whole goal is to be fabulous at 40 which is on me the six but i i have to work really hard to not be flabby at 40 because i've literally gone from extra small to small from small to medium and soon i'll go from medium to extra medium (laughs) Oh, oh, extra meeting. <laughs> I, I literally have five shirts that fit me right now. So just from a being cheap cost cutting perspective, I need to find a way to fit into the clothes they already own because this uh, government uh, CRB money is not going to pay for a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> So that has been my week. Uh, one thing <laughs> I do want to address to our longtime listeners, this is our 48th episode, is uh, we are making a little bit of an editorial change. We have always done a movie and usually have done a culture topic. We're going to reverse the order. 
And we're going to start out with the movie, and then we'll do the culture topic that's associated to the movie after. And we have decided, for the most part, to kill the uh, to kill the breaking news section, unless there's something huge that happens in the Asian world, uh, which, of course, we, we will then cover. But we just wanted to uh, streamline the concept of the podcast a little bit more as we... Um, We'll soon be hitting our one-year anniversary. Our our 52nd episode will be in four more episodes. So we just wanted to tighten everything up for you. Uh, if you have comments and questions, feel free to uh, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever people leave uh, ratings and comments and reviews. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Or actually, uh, I, I forgot, we're we're back uh, broadcasting live. Uh, our live chat had sort of broken for the past month, but it's back. So uh, instead of waiting for leaving a comment, you can actually just uh, chat with us now and tell us how uh, pleased or displeased you are with the uh, new format. Nice. I love it when people can just boo. <laughs> um, it just ups the stakes, man. It makes, it makes me feel loud. Uh, okay, so uh, with our new format, let's start out with our movie of the week. And this week's movie of the week, uh, Asian movie of the week, is Mortal Kombat! And of course we mean the 1995 version, not the n- new upcoming version, which will have a lot of difficulty living up to this cult classic. And uh, for this review, we are going to discuss whether uh, the original Mortal Kombat delivered a flawless victory or whether it was a fatality on arrival. (laughs) And uh, does it even have a real narrative structure or characters who are developed? And does that even matter? I am not sure. Um, And that is what we'll cover in our uh, review. Um, so, uh, you know, just, just, uh, just setting up, uh, what, what the movie is, it's, it's based of course on the very popular Mortal Kombat game, which came out three years before this movie was made. Uh, it's, it's based on, uh, the earth realm having to protect itself in the most ludicrous way from invasion, which is by winning a martial arts tournament, um, which I think kind of sounds better in a video game format because people don't question it as much um but uh this movie um this movie was directed by uh paul ws anderson i think this was like his first breakout movie um he went on to do resident evil and a whole bunch of other craziness it's starring robin shu lyndon ashby and bridget wilson as Liu kang johnny cage and sonia blade and it has the legendary christopher lambert as raiden and and the um, the I thought was pretty amazing. Uh, Kiri Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung, living his best life in this role. Uh, so uh, let us head back to the panel, and uh, let's start with 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 Leonard. Uh, what what did you think of the writing and the narrative structure of the film and? The development of the characters, you know, let's uh, let's really dig deep into these aspects of this classic. I mean, okay, let's we have to we have to examine Mortal Kombat through two different lenses, and through the lens of how does this hold up just as a movie compared to all other movies, right? Why would you say compare to compare Mortal Kombat with? I don't know, The Godfather. It doesn't um, <laughs> compare particularly well. 
Um, you know, like the, the characters are not particularly deep. I mean, there is a Johnny Cage fans to not be so selfish. How about that? Um, you know, as as movies go, it's not the most deep. That being said, comparing Mortal Kombat to every other video game movie in existence, it's a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is the best movie ever made. Huh? And I will die on that hill. I don't think I can't think of any of this that are better. I'm sure people are going to yell at me and give me all sorts of examples. But this, you know, and maybe this is just because my childhood is like telling me it's the best. Because um, I really, really like this movie when I was like, hey, I played the game a bunch and I thought it was great. And we had just been subject to like Super Mario the movie. So oh I was just like, God. this is going to be garbage. So my expectations were deeply, deeply low. But. <laughs> It was a really enjoyable movie. Like, there was a story, not a great one, but it existed. There was an art. I mean, it didn't, you know, it made sense within the context of, I mean, as much a martial arts competition to determine the fate of the world makes sense. It made sense. You know, like, all the pieces were there. So, and it, it just, the for what it was, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It was, and that's the thing. Like to write a movie that does exactly what it's supposed to do is very, very hard. Especially when you're like taking when you're like taking on the mantle of having to create a video game movie, which never works. They almost always suck. Somehow they did it. It was great. Also, the soundtrack was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best sound. Like honestly, like it still holds up. I was listening to like Control, uh, like Tracy Lord's. Uh, finally, a legal way to enjoy Tracy Lords. <laughs> it was uh, fantastic. Love that song, and also Orbital, and like, like in terms of like trance music, like Mortal Kombat soundtrack, mwah, amazing. So you know what? Like it, it was a huge part of my. I don't want to say childhood because I was already pretty old. <laughs> but, Good movie. Okay, and uh, <laughs> let's head over to Veronica. What What was your reaction to the movie? Had you watched it previous to this week? Were you reliving your childhood memories of your favorite movie ever, or was this a brand new experience for you? I no, I I watched it. I was I think twenty three at the time, and I don't know what man I was trying to impress, but I did watch it when it first came out. <laughs> And now, in retrospect, of course, I'm like, what am I watching? I have to debate you on the soundtrack thing. Like, what soundtrack? I'm like, it, it's, I watched it with my eight-year-old, and she's like, why do it, why does it sound like we're in a video game? I'm like, because we are. Like, I still know the music. The music is amazing. Fatality. If you're like if you're like a what do you call video a video game head? I don't even know what you call people who just play video gamer. Is that what you call? Sure. Yeah, gamer. Anyhow, I know. I obviously I'm gamist. Like I don't I'm not I don't understand that world. I just I'm like I judge harshly. Um Okay, so I'm anti-game. Yes, I'm changing my last name from anti-polo to anti-game. So I did play Mortal Kombat because I 
I, it was like one of my first purchases to, to buy whatever system it was on. And so I loved that they had like the two female characters. The theme, I'm like, theme, what is this? It's just like revenge as usual. Mm-hmm. And also, I was really distracted by uh, White Jesus. <laughs> oh, Raiden. <laughs> Lord Raiden, I'm like, is this religious? If have I have I? Yeah, not... he's, the, he's a god. He's the god of electricity. <laughs> yeah, but it was really weird. I was like, and they're fighting the evil forces, and of course, like all the all the characters are just stereotypes. Um, Sonya, who was in, why did I recognize her from that J Lo movie, uh, The Wedding Planner? Yes. Yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. Yes, and yeah. she's also married to Tennis Yes, I thought Vaughn would like that. I thought that's why he picked this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I will say this. I don't know if we can classify this as an Asian movie. It had an Asian... Like, this yeah, was clearly yeah, a Hollywood yeah. production. It had Asians in it. Clearly. But, clearly. I mean... I mean it it did it's like Minari, but not. <laughs> no, it did. It did like Minari, also all Hollywood production with an Asian American director. But hey, listen, it was more was, Asian than Mortal Kombat. How was that like Minari? That's no. Don't let no. I cut that out. Edit this part out. It was not no, like okay. Minari. Well, listen, you know, they they could have done what most Hollywood would have done and made the white guy the main character. They had yes, Johnny they Cage did. right there. But they, That's true, they, they, okay. right. they did start the movie with Robin Shu. They, they did. They, they did. let him beat the final boss. Spoilers. Yes. And, you know, Johnny Cage was prominent, but they didn't give him more prominence. So I was like, That's any true. movie with That's like true. an Asian male lead who's shirtless and is actually presented as like sexy. I'm like, you know what? Like they did a lot okay. of... They did a True. lot of slow motion yes. on the beach yes. of his hair. I was like, ooh, they giving him some Baywatch cinema yes. photography. I did, yes. Yeah. You know, you know what it was? This is what happens, though, because I'm sure like the execs were like, oh, but we should make Johnny Cage the main character. And then somebody was like, if we if like gamers are insane mm-hmm. and they will be upset because Luke Kang in canon. In this, in the video game, is the main character, and so yes. if you make somebody else the main character, oh. they're going to be mad. Not at the racism, <laughs> but they will be mad. That is not, you know, uh, honoring the the uh, source material. Yeah, yeah, you know what the funny thing is, and I won't talk about it too much. This is more about the video games than the movie. But in Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat Eleven, uh, Johnny Cage actually does become the main character. He is the one who takes out the final boss, and then what? the next game it's his daughter who takes out the final boss. And now instead of just being a Hollywood movie star, he's like part of this like backstory craziness to explain why he glows green and he has all these powers that can even kill like elder gods anyway just long story short at the end of the day johnny cage actually did become <laughs> the the hero oh, of the whole wow. story well that sucks but he, I, don't, I didn't even see him in the trailer for the new movie Oh, I, I didn't. I haven't even looked at that. So let's not even. <laughs> yeah. So well, you know what? Uh, t- talking about the new movie, you know, one of the things that people are excited about is that it's going to be an R-rated movie, and it really leans into some of the things that made the video game really popular. And so this movie was very controversial for being PG thirteen, and it did not really have a lot of violence in it at all, other than. 
I, I don't know. Like, nobody's head got ripped off or a heart's got no. chopped or... I don't no. know. It was... You mean somebody... Was... The worst that happened was somebody got frozen and shattered. Yes. Wait, you're talking in this... Old oh, and then, and then yeah. also somebody got hit in the balls real hard. Yes, yeah. yes. That, that monster thing. Yes. Goro. Yeah, Goro. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yes. Goro. Um, I, I will say, too, like, you know, it's... Um, you know, character wise, cause you know, I get most of our reviews, I, I focus on character cause that's what I like to follow in. You know what? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck I, with this one. I will say that they carried through the character motivations. Uh, so at least they didn't abandon them and it made sense. Oh. The issue was it was so simplistic, yeah. um, in yeah. its setup that it was like, okay, but the, the only one I will say that they really did a disservice to, which is what usually happens, is the female character, because yes. she goes in as, like, this kick-ass uh, woman who, you know, uh, her whole arc is, like, she she doesn't want to ask for help. And then at the, like, in the finale, her whole thing is, but my friends will come to save me. <laughs> but my friends uh, yeah. will come to save me. It's like, yeah. oh, my, I was like, I feel like... It should have been reversed. Like, actually, how she started at the beginning, where she was kick-ass and didn't need any help, it should have been the end of her arc, not, I get kidnapped, and, like, please help a bitch out. And that's where my character <laughs> arc, I was like, yeah. so, you, like, but went in reverse. Her whole arc was revenge. Hers was the revenge plot, right? Because she wanted to take down Kano, the Australian crime lord. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking uh, about the 1995 one still? Why do I feel like a suddenly lost? I'm like, what's no, no, happening? No, no, this, this, is, this is the, so the three main characters. Are you talking about Sonya? Yeah. So Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, yeah, yeah, and Sonya. Johnny Cage. So Liu Kang wanted revenge against Shang Tsung for killing his brother. Right. Sonya wanted revenge against uh, Kano for murdering a fellow officer. And yeah. Johnny Cage just wanted to prove that he knew how to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say it creeped me the hell out when, because Sonia was supposed to be this strong woman who doesn't accept help. And I was like, okay, great. And then um, White Jesus whispers in her ear, and I thought it was really creepy because he said, <laughs> you must learn to accept help. And I was like, get away, White Jesus. Like, <laughs> leave her alone. Let her stay independent and strong and fierce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what? Sometimes you have to lean into help. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ew. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and know. then Katana, is that her name? Katana? Yes, I, Katana. I'm the worst at these movies, obviously. <laughs> but Katana just seemed to walk around and pop up. I, like, I, I felt like her character could have been something more. Because her her actual, like, why she was supposed to be there was, like, it was a major part of the story. But yet all she did was appear and give looks that hinted at maybe a possible interest at um, Asian mullet guy. <laughs> What's his name? Luke King. Luke King. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, they definitely didn't do uh, Katana much much service either. So I, I definitely the female characters maybe maybe less so. But to be fair, it's not like Johnny Cage had the best narrative arc either that they really crafted much better. Like uh, if you're if you're trying to look for for I mean yeah okay so, games are not usually the place for like oh my god female empowerment. I mean that being said, you had Tomb Raider and a bunch of other things, but you know look what they made her wear. Yeah, so I don't know, man. This is not. 
Oh, okay. So then let's 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 dive into those things that people actually were looking for and what actually made this still a success despite not having yes. it. So I would say people wanting to see the moves from the video game. So they definitely yeah. gave us yes. moves. Um, you know. Check. You know, Johnny Cage's uh, punching of the groin, his high kick. You, you know, we had the Liu Kang uh, bicycle kick, which was from Mortal Kombat 2. And, uh, you know, Shang Tsung's morphing. So they really gave us that. They gave us the iconic lines of, uh, you know, come over here and, uh, yeah, finish I, him. A flawless victory. Yes. <laughs> And then they uh, they added some of their own, which have now become classics and memes in itself, which is the uh, your soul is mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do want to give a shout out to that actor uh, once again. Um, his name is uh, Kiri Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung. I feel like he was just so having the time of his life playing this character and it really made the movie because you know let's be real some of the actors cast were not maybe the best actors ever but this Shang Tsung guy he like really really gave it his all and, you know even like Christopher Lambert is is a good actor but he was kind of phoning it in he's just taking a paycheck but this Shang Tsung guy was like in it to win it in this role like Every muscle of his face was being used by every word that he was saying. Um, yeah, he he was not phoning in this performance. As ridiculous as it was, he lived within that character. <laughs> he smirk. He had the smirk. He had the smirk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a ponytail doesn't help. I find with evil characters. Yeah, or it helps. I should say. I always get distracted by when I'm not really that much into a movie. Like, it was okay. It was entertaining. But I always get distracted by um, the actors. And so I, of, of course, started looking up every damn actor in that movie. And trivia, Katana is married to Benjamin Bratt. Ooh. I know. I was like, <laughs> this is the things that I focus on. You're welcome. Uh, I will say, growing <laughs> up, I had a huge crush on the guy who played uh, Johnny Cage, Lyndon Ashby, and I actually started watching all his like awful filmography. Um, oh. I actually had known him before this movie because he was on Melrose Place as uh, Doctor Cooper, also nice. just known as Coop. So uh, you know, uh, as I far like as he played a more successful actor than he's ever been. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But, you know, I actually thought he's pretty good in this movie, um, considering the ridiculousness of, 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 of the script. He did well in the actor that tried to play Kino. That dude was did not find oh, the yeah. balance of that oh, character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, find the balance. Yeah, yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. The special uh, effects. We haven't even touched the special effects, which is a big part of this too, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, they were. I mean, they weren't bad for the time. Like that whole fight, like when like Scorpion fights Sub Zero. That was that the fight? No. Yeah, but they're they're, they're yeah. Right? Yeah, because they're like they're 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 mortal enemies. Um, Did so they there's fight a whole. In the movie? Well, they were next to each other. <laughs> they were next to each other. That's yeah, right. they were yeah. like zombified. But uh, yeah, Sub Zero fought a bunch of random people that he froze to death, and yeah, yeah I guess maybe he didn't go up against score I, I forget if they actually fought. I thought they, but they, did. they were in not in the They movie. were in a lot of scenes together. 
Yeah. They yeah, were no, beside I, each other, but I don't I don't remember them fighting. Yeah, I think in this one they were mind controlled, so they didn't actually get to uh to yeah. settle their uh their eternal their eternal uh struggle. Which by the way in the video games now they're like BFF, so there you go. Uh, uh, okay, well, that uh, <laughs> let's just wrap up our Mortal Kombat movie review because, honestly, I don't know how much more we can dissect a movie like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, we're squeezing more out of this movie than they squeezed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Still a great movie, though. I mean, not great. We're using that term real loose. It's all relevant. It it did what it promised to do. There's very few That's people exactly what it, who yes. went to the theater after seeing the trailer or being a fan of the video game who came out thinking, oh, what the hell was that? They were satisfied for their expectations. And, you yeah. know, a lot of movies can't say that. So congratulations, That's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it met expectations. <laughs> Um, okay, so even though the movie Mortal Kombat may not have been the deepest, some of the conversations that were sparked by the movie and the video game actually uh, did play a major role in the world. And, uh, you know, the the um, the biggest conversation that came out of the, the video game, at least, is is the depiction of violence in in media. And, you know, obviously the video game, there's fatalities. People are ripping heads off of, uh, you know, off of people's bodies, pulling out their hearts, all this craziness. It even went to like the U.S. Congress had to had to talk about it. I think the video game rating system had to be created um, yeah. just for this game uh, to be to be released. It was like all all this drama. So, um, you know, let, let's let's talk a little bit uh, um, about that um, that topic of the depiction of, of violence. Let's personalize it a little bit um, before we jump into the more uh, intellectual side. But uh, let's go to Veronica first. And um, what 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 was your exposure to violence and violent imagery as as a youth? Well, you know, it's funny because we're talking specifically about video games. So mm-hmm. I am old enough that I remember Atari when it was just. Um, Pong and it was just like a blip and so I do remember that I remember Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat coming out and it being violent Um, I don't know I feel like the violence that I saw as a child I don't necessarily remember it I feel like now everything is so graphic and even though there's a warning like it still continues there's no there's no way to stop it. They just warn you that it's going to get really graphic. I don't remember seeing that as a child. There were things just talked about but hidden. Um, but that video game, I do specifically remember. Because like I said, it was like the first video um, game system I, I bought. Like, like, and, like outside of video games, were you allowed to like watch violent TV or movies, like horror movies, things with like yes. death and dismemberment? Yes, Yes, it was it was for the entertainment of the adults in my family. They just were like, let's go to the cottage because we were one of the only Asians who had a cottage because of my white uncle. And um, they would put on Children of the Court and Exorcist. And so, yes, I saw violence in that way. But for some reason, I don't equate that with like normal violence. It's like horror movie Mm. violence. Yeah. So, yes, I was exposed to it because the adults... I feel like of that generation just didn't. They're like, well, we're watching this. Too bad. <laughs> and uh, and Leonard, how how about you? Were you protected from depictions of violence as a kid, or was it just 
a, a total free for all. I mean, it's with Western media, it's really hard to get away from violence. It's everywhere because it's glorified. That's like one of the things, like they, they fuck, like they were very scared of sex. They're like, oh, we can't show a nipple, <laughs> but we can, but we can't show penetration ex- unless it's an axe entering somebody's face. Then that's fun. <laughs> it's fucked. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like Mortal Kombat, yeah, it was definitely violent, and I mean that was. I don't remember that being the appeal. The thing is, this is like. Mortal Kombat was just a fun game. Like, yeah, I mean, it spawned a lot of, like, other games, which are, like, also really, really violent. But, like, those games kind of sucked because they weren't good. I mean, like, Killer Instinct, great game. Violent, good game. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole bunch of games that, like, tried to copy it, and they're just like, let's be violent for the sake of violence. Like, then it doesn't work, right? Like, the game itself has to be good, and that's really all I cared about. I cared about, like, the substance and not the blood. You know, um, yeah, I, so, I, I, yeah. I, I, I thought Mortal Kombat one was was a pretty good game. I, I was I was a competitive uh, gamer back then, more more on the Street Fighter side. But basically, if you played mm-hmm. Street Fighter, you also played uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. And it wasn't until Mortal Kombat two that it became more of like an esport because Mortal Kombat one was like so so imbalanced you couldn't actually have tournaments to play it so yeah. in some ways i do think it was a lot about the violence because the game itself was pretty broken but it had the pieces that once it got you know uh smoothed out in the uh in the sequels it became more of a competitive game but on the topic of violence you know i you know like, like leonard said growing up in in north america definitely you know lots of violence a lot of violent video games i feel like most western video games the goal is to shoot people in the head um and uh see and there's like so many different animations of how their head splatters depending on uh on uh what what gun they um they they use and it it, it is really different for um for different or at least in my opinion it's different for for different media um, that's coming out of the East. And I think video games actually is a good example of it. It's like the difference between Mortal Kombat and, and Street Fighter or, you know, Halo or Mario Kart. Like, it's just, it, it's a different thing. Like, I know with with um, with uh, first-person shooters, they're definitely more popular out West. And in, in say, like, in, in Japan, they're just not popular. Like, Call of Duty's not really popular there. So they have their own version um, that Nintendo made that's super popular called 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 Splatoon. But you don't shoot people in the head. What it is is it's like kind of paintball, and you actually like paint the ground, and whoever paints more ground um, wins. So you don't even actually have to shoot the paint at the person if you don't want. It's your choice if you want to, but you could just go around like with a paintbrush painting it's it's like its own version of turf warfare so i do think that's like a a good sampling of like um eastern versus versus western um i i ideas of like of like violence also to like a lot of the violent games from north america once they go to europe and and like with specifically germany most of uh so with germany after world war ii they put in this law where you can't uh you can't be in control of a character that kills a human um, cause, you know, they don't want like more, more Nazis to, to, to rise. So literally <laughs> most of these games, they had to change these characters to robots 
or like, you know, uh, robots with human skin. So if you shot them, just like metal would fly. It would never be, be blood. So I do think it is a specifically North American thing. I will say, though, is it better to show kids lots of violence with no sex or sort of a little less violence, but then expose them to like absurd amounts of like tentacle sex like in 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 in, in, in japan like okay like i as a kid I, I can't shoot somebody in the face but i can watch tentacles raping women i, I don't really know it's uh it's yeah. i feel like but they did the tentacles because they're not allowed to do dicks <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's tentacles yeah yeah they can have dicks they have dicks yeah, because tentacles are better. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Like, I watched horror movies. That's sex and violence. So, I, I didn't I turn out fine? <laughs> okay. I mean, just to give you an idea, though, like, do you guys know what movie won the Oscar for Best Picture in 1995? I don't remember. Not Mortal Kombat? Well, yeah, it was definitely not Mortal Kombat, <laughs> which, criminal, that they weren't even nominated for an Oscar <laughs> thing. <laughs> Um, Best but adapted plot- screenplay, at least. <laughs> uh, but the movie that won the Oscar was Braveheart. Oh. Which was violent as fuck. So, mm-hmm. you know. And also about as historically accurate as Mortal Kombat. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just what Western media is, man. It's like super, super, super violent. But like, you know, a lot of cases like cartoonishly violent. Like Braveheart was was a bit more than cartoonishly violent because oh. it was like trying to pick real stuff. Like I remember, like in '98 when like Saving Private Ryan came out, like the opening scene at Omaha Beach, like that's like they made it look really real. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when they. And then I think that's when like because I think most of the time violence is made so outlandishly that it doesn't have the same effect. You know what I mean? So then I, uh, yeah. And I think all those people like Joe Lieberman, who's like crying about like violence in video games and people are going to get violent because they're like playing violent video games. It's like, yeah, but no, like if they're going to be violent, they're going to be violent anyways. It's not like, you know, like a lot of people played Farmville. We didn't get a lot of kids being like, I want to be a farmer now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. you, You know, the interesting thing is, yeah, it's kind of funny because I'm I've been a gamer my whole life and I've always wanted to be on the side of gamers and you know against censorship and all this kind of stuff, but it's it's hard for me to believe that sitting around like shooting people in the face all day doesn't have some effect to warp somebody's brain. Now, what what that effect is, I don't know. I know there's been like a lot of studies, and maybe I'm being one of these flat earthers who are like ignoring science because I, I have read there have been a lot of studies saying that video game violence doesn't affect kids. But part of it is common sense too. I'm like, I just don't know how you can spend hundreds of hours shooting people in the face and not have that, like, warp your brain a little bit. Because as we know, video game culture is also one of the most toxic cultures. Like, trust me, as a gay Asian, oh my god, like, there's a reason why Nintendo doesn't have voice chat. I don't know why everybody is trying to say you should have voice chat on these systems. If you're LGBTQ and try and play a game with voice chat the whole time, you're just getting people screaming crazy shit at you, never mind being Asian too. They just say, uh, you know, all types of... You know, it is not, and I'm like, does the violence feed into that? I, 
I don't know. It's like it's hard for me to ignore science because I I like science. There's a lot of peer-reviewed studies saying it makes no effect, but it still is a little bit hard for me to believe that as well. So are you saying then the correlation between the actual community that plays it is like to what they're playing or is it just anyways, as a mother, I'll say that regardless of the facts where they say it doesn't make anyone more violent, I'm not comfortable with letting my children shoot people up. Like, let's, after school, let's go on this game and shoot people up. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. No, you know what? I agree with you that there has to be, I'm sure there is a non-zero effect. You're right. It's impossible to, like, shoot people in the face a lot and then not, like, have that affect you. But I also suspect that those who were predisposed to violence were probably going to find a way to do it anyways. And video games seems to be one of the things that people blame. Uh, just like before that, they blame rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And before that, they blame... Like, there's always something to blame. Like, they were like, oh, Catcher in the Rye? Oh, no. no, no, no. Oh. Oh. You know, like, I mean, like, J.D. Salinger is on the same level as freaking Ed Boon for some reason. So, you know, I don't know. Um, even, like, Anthony Scalia doesn't believe violent <laughs> like, video games cause real world violence so yeah but then know, again, maybe there yeah. there is a part of the brain that when you go into a fantasy world that just blocks blocks that like you know and it's what makes it so watching a horror movie doesn't make you become a serial killer maybe there's just some biological i don't know when you're giving that suspension of disbelief you also do a suspension of real world morals i don't know yeah. there there clearly is some type of block I don't know. It's hard for me to get past it, except for there's just so many studies that it's hard for me to ignore science as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, there. But then they could also just be like, oh, but how about the people who would have done violent things? But then because they had access to something that allowed them to live out the fantasy in a safe, non-real world violent way, maybe that helped. Who knows? Who knows? I certainly don't because I'm not a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well that that wraps up our um, our topic of the week and wraps up our podcast. So I just want to thank everybody for listening in and wanted to say that uh, if you'd like to see more videos of Asians talking about Asians, then uh, come back uh, next week. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast, please remember to to hit subscribe and uh, you can officially join the Vongtourage. <laughs> I'm your host, Vong Show, <laughs> official spokesperson for Gay Super Cute Asians. And I want to thank our panelists, Leonard Chan and Veronica Antipolo. We will see you here next week for another episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, next week's episode is going to be reviewing uh, Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney Plus and theaters. So uh, watch that movie and come back and dissect it with us next week. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.